0: Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leverage Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit first strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. On today's episode, we will answer what is one of the most frequently asked questions around allocation rhythms, and we will also feature a Profit First inspiration success story when we bring in Dr. Leslie Caesar, a naturopathic doctor and a huge fan of using Profit First in her practice and working with her mastery certified Profit First professional, Dan Dogs and his team at Every Single Bean. Let's dive into allocation rhythms now so we can get to our profit 1st success story guests sooner rather than later. One of the most common questions we get is, can I make allocations more frequently or on different days than the 10th and 25th? Short answer, yes, allocations can be made more frequently than twice a month or on different days other than the 10th and 25th. Let's kind of talk through the logic behind the 10th and 25th first, though. Ideally, the 10th and 25th allows for bills to be paid and or received by the most common due dates of the 15th and last day of the month. So if a bill is due on the 15th, if you do your allocations on the 10th, then you allocate the money from income to your operating expense account and pay your bills that are due on the 15th on the 10th right after you complete your allocations, and your subsequent bank transfer from income to your operating expense account. Same routine for your next allocation on the 25th. Your allocation from income to operating expense on the 25th allows you to pay your bills that are due on the last day and or first day of the month. Twice a month is also ideal because it facilitates batch processing, chunking your work, or the work of your bookkeeper, which is ultimately more efficient than ad hoc processing. The accumulation of income and the disbursement of the allocations twice a month is also ideal to help you see the waves of your business and more readily see trends that can positively or negatively impact your business. Weekly allocations, well, they obviously create more work, literally more than doubling the frequency. To maintain rhythm, weekly allocations should be consistently performed on the same day each week. For example, Fridays. In our businesses, we pay our employees bi weekly on Fridays, so we actually do our allocations every other week on Wednesdays. After we complete our allocations, we process our payroll, and the payroll company in our case sweeps from an allocation account, aptly named payroll, on Thursday. For the Friday payday. Since we do our allocations like clockwork on the Wednesday prior to a Friday payday, the money is already there when the payroll company does their sweep from our payroll account on Thursdays. No joke, Wednesdays are my favorite day of the week. I love to enter the income figure I get from our accounting department into my allocation calculation worksheet to see the dollar values that will be allocated to each account. Once I get those auto-calculated, I send that worksheet back to our accounting department so that they can complete the bank transfers. This is how I own the financials in my business. I know exactly how much our income has been over the last two weeks, and I know exactly how much we are allocating to profit, to owner's pay, to taxes, And I know exactly how much goes into our payroll and operating expense accounts. One week, I'm doing our allocations for Supply Patriot on Wednesday, our construction material supply company. And the following week, I'm doing our allocations for Patriot RN on Wednesday. And then the next week, we're back to doing our Supply Patriot allocations on Wednesday. It's on a rhythm. And come hell or high water, it gets done by me in minutes because It's fun. As a fellow entrepreneur who is like you, super busy, I always own my financials of the business I own by calculating my allocations. For both Supply Patriot and Patriot RN, I delegate the bank transfers and I do not handle the posting of the transfers in our accounting software. But I do know how to pull reports from our accounting software because I own the financials of the business I own Doing the calculation worksheet for our allocations literally takes less than 30 seconds, but it's fun. The only time I delegate the allocation calculations is when I'm on my four-week vacation, out of the country and completely unplugged from my business. If you're curious about what the heck is a four-week vacation, check out Mike's book, Clockwork. For some businesses, a weekly rhythm works, especially if you run payroll weekly. Do you see the logic or trend here? If you pay your employees more than twice per month, then make your allocation rhythm correspond to your payroll processing frequency and just do it a few days before your payday. Another popular alternative to the 10th and 25th for your allocation schedule is commonly used by realtors whose income is based off of actual closings and involve rather significant dollar amounts. Since the average realtor has 12 closings per year, if their allocations occur when they receive their commission from a closing, they actually only need 12 allocations per year to correspond to their 12 closings based on industry averages. So whether it's nine, 10, 12, 14, or 16 closings per year, A realtor is going to do their allocations when they have received their commission from a closing. We emphatically implore you to avoid doing the allocation process more frequently than once per week or ad hoc. A highly frequent rhythm or sporadic rhythm makes it difficult to observe the cash flow waves coming in and out of the income account. After you complete your allocations on your designated allocation day, your income balance is back to zero the next day. And then over the period of your rhythm from the 11th to the 25th, then from the 26th to the 10th, if your rhythm is the 10th and 25th, or from Thursday to the following Wednesday, if you have a weekly allocation rhythm, your income account grows bigger every day as your customers pay your company for the wonderful services and are products you and your team produce for them. You let that money from those deposits accumulate and sit there in your income account until your designated allocation day. Of course, the income balance will never be the same amount on every designated allocation day, but you see what your averages are by allowing this income wave to build between allocation days. When your income balance is higher than average, you allocate that money and it sits in the designated allocation accounts, not necessarily to be completely depleted prior to your next allocation. No, sir. The money in your allocation accounts is ideally slowly building with each above average income balance allocation day. So you have the money and cushion to cover your owner's pay, your payroll, and your operating expenses when the income balance is below average and the dollar amounts based on your set in stone allocation percentages don't quite fill the payroll account enough or the owner's pay account enough. When that client doesn't pay you on time, Profit First is a cash management methodology that is intended to keep cash accumulating in your business and allocated to specific accounts to cover budgeted expenses Over the course of your fiscal year, it gives you fiscal peace and consistency over time. Here's a great example. In one of our businesses, we had an above average income balance last week on allocation day. I needed $28,979 to cover payroll. When I did our payroll allocation percentage of 30%, that figure translated to $36,880 based off the income balance. I needed $28,979 to cover payroll and I allocated $36,880. That's 7,901 more than I needed to cover payroll. Should I reduce my payroll allocation percentage and increase my profit percentage because I'm over on the payroll cash needed? Absolutely not, because I'm going to have a below average income balance on an allocation day in the future. No thanks to a no bueno client who has failed to pay their invoice per our terms. And when I allocate the 30% we do for payroll, I might come up short, but thankfully I have that extra $7,901 already in my payroll account from when we had that above average income balance a few months ago. To cushion what I need to cover this instance of payroll. I did not change my allocation percentages because there was an above average balance in the income account. And I certainly did not change my allocation percentages when there was a below average balance in my income account. I kept my allocation percentages exactly the same. The old you, or the 83% of small businesses operating check to check, let the peaks and valleys in supply or income coming in cause the utilization of those supplies to be reactionary and emotional. You take more profit because it's there if your income balance is super high, or you panic because you don't have enough money to cover payroll. You are reactionary and emotional, which is not the way to run a business. Profit first with the predetermined allocation percentages help you maintain consistent cash flow in your business. It mitigates the highs and lows and keeps you sane so you don't have to be reactive. You don't need to panic or get emotional. Maybe not crying emotional, but frustrated with your blood sucking employees emotional who the old you would pay without paying yourself when you would come up short on payroll. In pure profit first, everyone remains calm and sane. Everyone gets paid, including you, your company's most valuable employee, because we have allocated cash based off the proper percentages and we've not jacked them. If you need 30% of your real revenue to cover payroll over the course of a fiscal year and you allocate 30% of your real revenue on every single allocation day, that's 30%. Not 25% this allocation day and 35% on another allocation day, thinking you've allocated an average of 30%. That doesn't work because it does not produce the same dollar amount that a consistent 30% allocation would. Do not jack your allocation percentages. I know the numbers can seem overwhelming to track on a podcast, so visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on our resources page. There you will find a video and an Excel spreadsheet that allows you to calculate your allocations on your designated allocation days based on your rhythm. It takes seconds and it becomes really fun as you start to see the real revenue being allocated to profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expenses. And now, for some Profit First Nation inspiration, I would like to bring onto the podcast one of my fellow Mastery Certified Profit First Professionals clients, Dr. Leslie Caesar. She is a licensed naturopathic doctor, and she helps women all over the country who are suffering from migraine headaches restore their health and stop getting migraines. We actually were introduced um, through Profit First, and I am a client of Dr. Leslie's, so she has definitely helped me conquer my migraines, and I'm very thankful for that and sing your praises. But also... Just kind of fortunate that we were able to connect via Profit First, and thanks for joining us on the podcast today, Dr. Leslie. So how did you hear about Profit First?
1: Yeah, great question. I was um, in a Facebook group for small business owners, and someone posted a question in the Facebook group around, uh, how do you manage your money? How do you know when to pay yourself? Uh, how do you know uh, how much money you have to spend on things? And that really, the post really caught my eye because I have, uh, had always struggled with that as well. And so someone replied to the question and said, Oh, you have to read this book called Profit First. Well, the title immediately captured my attention. I mean, Profit First, right? <laughs> That that just grabbed me right there with the title. I was like, I want some of that, definitely. So uh checked it out on Amazon, read the reviews. The reviews were amazing. I ordered it, got it the next day, and I read it in, in like eight hours the next day. I just devoted the entire next day to reading that book, read it cover to cover, and um, I just related to everything uh, that Mike talks about. In, in the book so much. And um, I realized, it just clicked with me. I it re- I realized that this was probably going to really help me manage the financial aspects of my business better. And so then, uh, then I worked on implementing it.
0: So how long did it take you from reading the book, and that's awesome, you just dove right in and finished it, to opening your bank accounts and putting 1% into your new profit account?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Because, you know, I read the book, and I did the worksheets and analyzed uh, my current financial situation using his worksheets and and so on. And then I had to go to my bank and open up four more bank accounts, because I had my one big account, right, that he talks about this, just this You know, big dumping ground. You put all your deposits in there. You take all your money out from this one account. I was totally doing that. And then I had to go to my bank, which is a nice local bank. But then I had to go open four more accounts. And I was really daunted by the thought of going into the bank and asking to open for additional accounts. I thought they were gonna give me like a hard time. They were gonna treat me like I was crazy. (laughs) So it probably took me about a week. It didn't take me too long, but it took me about a week to just muster up my courage to go into the bank and open up those four additional accounts.
0: (laughs) And, and, and did they think you were crazy or did they say, No, not at all. (laughs) Not in the least. I mean, I,
1: I, I kind of worked up a little script in my mind. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to tell them that my accountant, you know, is recommending like kind of blaming someone else, you know? And, um, so I, I said my little line and they were like, okay, great. And, I mean, they they didn't blink an eye at all. I mean, no one treated me like I was a lunatic or a nut or anything.
0: <laughs> uh, to be honest, you probably made their week because most bankers um, get a bonus or incented for opening new accounts. So, I mean, you just came in and said, four, please, and they're like, yes. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> uh, so that's great. I mean, you just dove right in. Um, who does the bookkeeping in your business? It said You said that you went through and kind of did your calculations and looked at spreadsheets and such, but who does the bookkeeping in your business?
1: Well, yeah. So there's a good question too, because I had always done my own bookkeeping. And, um, so reading the book, I was, I definitely understood my profit and loss and so on because I, I was always doing the bookkeeping, but you know, when I opened my practice, I was doing the bookkeeping because I wasn't that busy. And by the time I, you know, had gotten to this point, which was, uh, about two and a half years ago, I, I, I mean, I was way too busy to do my own bookkeeping, but I was kind of in denial about that. Um, and so also reading that book kind of woke me up to the fact that, uh, I, 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 needed help with yeah I, I should pay a bookkeeper right instead of doing it myself and so um, uh, Mike talks about he has you know the certified profit first professionals and so I thought well let me let me reach out and see who's certified in profit first because uh, I like I say it just really captured me right off the bat that this was something that just made sense and was going to have a significant impact in my business and I um, I had an accountant that was doing my taxes, you know, my annual taxes, but I knew he was not in any way aligned with this type of methodology. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to get somebody that is profit first certified and work with somebody that's in alignment with what I'm trying to achieve. And so I uh, filled out the form on Mike's website and they connected me with Dan Dogs who is in Phoenix, and he actually specializes in working with naturopathic doctors and helping them implement the profit first uh, approach. So it was, I mean, it was a fantastic fit. I was floored that there was even somebody specializing in working with naturopathic doctors. So I've been working with him ever since, and he's been uh, a fantastic asset. So he does my bookkeeping, and then we meet monthly and just, you know, review my numbers, where am I at, it's really helped me take it past just implementing the five accounts and getting my percentage allocations correct, really helping me take it to the next level as a business owner and, you know, more complex um, way of looking at my finances, certainly than what I was doing before.
0: That's awesome. So what has the impact of Profit First been in your business over, what, two years now? Yeah,
1: uh, over, yeah, about two years. About two years. Uh, It has been amazing. I tell all of my colleagues to read the book and get their five bank accounts and start looking at their expenses because in my community, in the naturopathic community, uh, most of us, vast, vast majority of us, own our own practice. We're small business owners, solopreneur, you know, maybe a handful of employees. And so, What I see in my community is that, one, people, their expenses are too high, right? Mm -hmm. They're they're hemorrhaging on their expenses every month and they don't have money left over to pay themselves. I mean, textbook, small business owner dilemma. And so uh, having my allocation has allowed me to make sure that I'm keeping my expenses in check But also, it's allowed me to pay myself. And this was where I was struggling as a business owner. I didn't have so much trouble in the past of keeping my expenses down, but I had trouble having the confidence to pay myself because I never, I always had this sense if I take the money out of my account, what if something happens? What if something unanticipated happens? What if I want to take some money and invest in some equipment or, um, uh, other things that I need as a naturopathic doctor to practice, I never felt like I knew that I could pay myself. That's where I struggled, was paying myself. And so now I just have my allocations. And that's uh, this is where I keep my expenses. This is how much I pay myself. And then I have this profit account and I will say I, I haven't followed Mike's advice in that I've never taken a distribution from my profit account yet. I've just let it grow. Okay. <laughs> I've just let it build in there. And so now I have this, like, really nice cushion. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um And, you know, we're taping this in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And as a business owner going through this, it's really, really nice having that cushion um, built in to to my financials. It's allowed me to, um, certainly everybody has anxiety over this, but it it has definitely lowered the amount of anxiety that i would have had in the past if i had not been doing this and didn't have this nice cushion built up that's that's great and
0: yes the profit account is actually meant to you know do a little celebration with it so you should you should definitely treat yourself but it's it that's how you build cash in your business for your emergency fund so your profit account should Build over time to give you a cushion of three to six months. So you are actually doing exactly what Mike has prescribed in the book, and people do it at a different rate. Um, in the book, he talks about if your company has no debt, um, then you should take your profit account, and fifty percent should go as a distribution, and fifty percent should stay in the business to create that that sort of emergency fund account and such. But those. Uh, our discretionary percentage recommendations and such, but we do encourage you to celebrate. So I hope when this pandemic is all over that um, you've got some fun scheduled uh, and and you can use a portion of your profits to treat your family to a bit of a celebration. But speaking of which, uh, you mentioned to me kind of during our pre-interview that, um, and we appreciate you uh, getting on the soapbox with your peers about Profit First, Um, but you had a conversation with uh, someone who just recently started a practice in January, and um, they started with Profit First on day one, didn't they?
1: Yes, yes. So um, I've, uh, like we talked about before, I've been very vocal in my community um, to help other naturopathic doctors have not only clinically successful practices, but financially successful practices. And, um, I, since I have, I, I have promoted profit first quite a bit, I've done some trainings on it. We've had, uh, Dan dogs come twice and do some training sessions, uh, for doctors in my community. I've been really promoting it. And so there. uh, We have a doctor that just graduated, just started her practice in January of this year, right before um, COVID-19 hit. And she did out of the gate implement Profit First, uh, which is amazing. And even within the few months that she had been in practice to where, you know, the state that she was in went under, uh, you know, shelter in place, et cetera, just even in those few months, she had built up enough money in her profit account, in her expense account, where she said to me, you know, I'm not in a panic. Um, even though clearly my business has been affected, like most small business owners have been affected, um, I'm not in a panic because I already built up some money. I mean, it's just fantastic because how many stories do you hear of small business owners starting up and it's just, you know, uh, you know. Expense after expense after expense, just money going out the door years before they see a profit. Um, and here we have somebody implementing it right out of the gate and seeing the benefits immediately. So I was so happy to hear that.
0: Well, thank you for being the big cheerleader in your community and everywhere about Profit First really appreciate you sharing your story with us, Dr. Leslie. If you would like to learn more about Dr. Leslie's practice in serving women and helping them navigate their migraines, you can visit her website, Dr. L-E-S-L-I-E, L-E-S-L-I-E Caesar, C-I-S-A-R.com. Thank you so much. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you for all you're doing to promote Profit First. It truly is my passion and mission to guide entrepreneurs on Profit First via this podcast and our website, ProfitFirstNation.com. And of course, a special shout out to Dr. Leslie's mastery certified Profit First professional, Dan Dogs and his team at Every Single Bean. If you would like to connect with Dan or learn more about how Dan and his team at Every Single Bean help naturopathic doctors enjoy healthy profits from their health practice, then visit www.everysinglebean.com. That's www.everysinglebean.com. If you are not a naturopathic doctor, but would like to do as Dr. Leslie does and work with a certified Profit First professional who specializes in your industry, then please visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on our contact page where you will be able to connect with a Profit First professional. That's a wrap on today's episode of Profit First Nation for show notes and complete transcripts of this and all episodes as well as the resources including an allocation calculator excel worksheet and videos supporting the topics discussed on the podcast please visit us at profitfirstnation.com forward slash resources cheers to another profitable day my entrepreneurial friends Profit First Nations website, social media accounts, and related podcasts are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.